0: Babaka Kama the last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah the bottom of Kofiodal um where if someone saw his stolen property in someone else's hands he claims it and there was a rumor that it was stolen so the person who bought the let's say the jacket he swears how much he paid for it and the original owner pays him and he gets it back and the Gemara asked the question maybe this person actually sold it to the person who sold it to this person why do we believe him when he says it was stolen so, we're saying that people saw it was stolen and they know it specifically belonged to this person, and he's not a type of person who sells his things. And with that, we're going to start Kofedet Vav amud Alif three lines in by the two dots, what it says Itmar. If someone stole something and he sold it to someone, and then we found out who the thief was, Rav Amar Hadin Rav said that the claim is with the thief, the the first person, which is the thief, not the buyer. That the claim is against the buyer as well. you could take uh, out from him and then let uh, let uh, the buyer go fight with the thief. And i are really not arguing. When Rabbi Hanan said that the claim is with the buyer, that's before the owner gave up on it. And therefore, Hadine Mashini, therefore the claim is with the buyer. Khan le Hariush, when Rav said that the claim is with the thief, that's after the owner gave up on it, and therefore, Shown the, the claim is on the thief himself, he's the first one. And Rav Yosef is adding, And both Rav and Rabbi Yohanan hold of what Rav Hasta said on the, the family, that if someone stole something and another person came and ate it, the, the original owner could take payment from either one, from the thief or the person who ate it. Same thing over here. If there's no yush, you could take it from either one—from the thief or the buyer. And Amale Abaye And Abaye has a question of Yosef. Really, they're not arguing. matnot Take the case of matnot keuna. It's that the parts of the animal you're supposed to give to the kohen after you slaughter it. Kelifnei The whole Deen is as if it's before the kohen gave up, because really the kohen never gives up on it. Uplige. And they argue. Rav says that the kohen could only take it from the thief we have a Mishnah, if the buyer told the, the shohet, sell me the insides of this cow, and inside of it was the matnot keuna, meaning the stomach that you're supposed to give to the kohen, the buyer has to give it to the kohen, and the butcher doesn't take that off the price, however, but if he weighed it, then, then you give it to the kohen, but you could subtract that from the price. That's only if the buyer waited by himself and then he bought. I mean, okay, you're the one who stole it from the Kohen. You're the one who did everything. So it's your fault. But if the butcher is the one who waited for him, meaning it's the butcher who did the, the stealing from the Kohen, then, then the Kohen's claim is against the, the butcher. So here you have it, the Kohen never gave up on it, he never, it was never Yush, and Rav held you could uh, claim only with the, the, the first person, meaning the the, sh- the butcher, not the buyer. And uh, and it's a problem of Yosef who said that if it's before Yush, it could go either way, and both of them would agree. So if Yosef responds to Abaye, You have to say that what Rav said, the claim is with the butcher, it means also with the butcher. Not just the buyer, but also the butcher. Because Ma'odetem, I would have thought in Matnot Kehuna, I would have said that the Matnot Kehuna cannot be stolen. Meaning, wherever they are, they belong to the Kohen, it's his inner shoot. And therefore, he could take from the buyer as well. The Rav holds that in certain cases, the, the Kohen could go to the butcher and, and then make a claim on him. Now de Pelige, and according to Abaye who said that the Rab and Rabbi Haran argue even before Yush Bemai Pelige, what's their mahluket? their mahluket is what Raf Hasta said. Can you uh, can you make a claim on the, the, the person who stole and the person who ate it, meaning the person who stole from the, the thief? Or could you only go to the thief himself? Rabbi Yohanan held the Krav Hastai, you could go to either one, and Rav argues and he holds you could only go to the thief himself. That was answer number one, that was Rav Yosef. Now, Rav Zebid Amar, Rav Zebid said, We're talking about a situation where the owner gave up, but that's only after the buyer bought it. But didn't give give up on it when it was in the hands of the thief. Ubahapliken, Mahlokit is as follows. Morsava Rabbi Yohanan held that if there's a, if you if the owner gave up and then it switched possessions i meaning it was sold, it was sold then it, it, that acquires so the, the buyer now acquires it but if the buyer bought it and then the owner gave up on it then the buyer never bought the object that under holds loshana doesn't make a difference before you ush, after you the claim is always on the thief himself. That was answer number two. No, Answer number three. We're talking about a, a jacket. It was stolen, meaning the actual jacket. Everyone agrees that the jacket goes back to the original owner. Over here, the question is when you know who stole it, is there takanata tashuk? Meaning, do we say that the buyer has to now give it back to the original owner and he gets his money or not? Rav mishimidribi Amar hadini marishon... When Rav said that the claim is on the first one, meaning the deen is that the buyer should go back to the thief and get the money. And they didn't do takaratashuk, so the, the person who was stolen from doesn't have to pay for it. And Rabbi Hanan held that the claim is of the second one, meaning that the buyer is going to take his money from the original owner because there is a takerah tashuk. So in essence, the mahlukit is as follows. According to Rav, the buyer is going to give it back to the original owner and and the buyer is going to go fight with the thief for his money back. And according to Rabbi Yohanan, the the owner is going to pay the buyer for the, the jacket and the owner is going to go fight with the thief for the money. Now the like Gemma asks, Asu Does Rav really hold? We don't have this Takanatashuk, meaning the buyer is going to get his money from the original owner. Viha Rav, was a student of Rav. Obviously he held the same thing. Vi Bishad, it was Hanan the bad. That's his name, Hanan, the bad, the bad Hanan. He stole a, 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 a jacket and he sold it to someone. So the owner of the the jacket came to Ravuna. And, and Ravuna told the original owner, okay, go buy it back from that person. So you see, he does have this uh, this uh, this concept of He told the person who was stolen from, him, go buy it from the buyer. The Gmah explains, Shani Hanan Bisha, ke de leka lishtalume mine, kelohu So the gmah explains, Hanan Bisha is different. Since there's no way of getting money from this bad Hanan, it's as if you don't know who the thief was. And therefore this takanatashuk, let the, the person who was stolen from, buy it back from the buyer. Amaraba, <laughs> imganavme if it's a famous thief, there is no takanata shuk, meaning the person was stolen from can come take the jacket and doesn't even have to pay for it. Let the let the buyer go fight with the with the thief because you should have known that this person's a thief and don't buy anything from him because it could be taken out. Now the G'mah asks, but What about Hanan the bad? He was a famous thief. And there was a Takana where they told the original owner to buy it from the person who bought it. So the G'mah explains, so You're right. He, he's known for bad things. But stealing is not one of them. Okay, still, you're not going to get your money back, but he's not a thief. So the person didn't really realize that this guy could also steal. And that's why they did Takanata And they told the owner to buy it back from the from the buyer. Itmar. If Ganav if someone stole an item and then he paid back a loan with it, ganav Fara or he stole an item, a cup, a jacket, and he gave it to the store owner of the grocery, he has a whole bill over there, so he gave it to him. La subo takanata there is no taqana So the original owner can come and take that jacket, that cup, whatever he gave him, and he doesn't have to pay the store owner, he doesn't have to pay the creditor or anything. The, amre, the whole idea is, Because you didn't give the, this person, you didn't give this thief anything based on the item he gave you. Meaning, you were giving him the food from the grocery, anyways. You lent him the money, anyways. You didn't pay for this item, and therefore, I don't have to pay you. Go deal with him. If, it's, if a thief stole an item and he gave it a, a creditor as a as a collateral, here, you'll lend me money, and I'll give you the item. And the, the item he stole was worth two hundred, but the loan was a hundred. Asubo takanatashuk. Then, for sure, they did takanatashuk because the, the creditor never would have gave the money if he didn't get this collateral. Shavib is Shavib. us say It was equal, meaning it was the item they sold was 100. He asked for a hundred dollar loan. Amimor Amar lo asubo takanatashuk. said there's no takanatashuk over here. No one ever lends money out for an equal collateral. Usually, the collateral costs a little bit more. Or less, or something like that, but when it's equal, equal, uh, Ami holds that uh, he just really trusted him. That's the reason he gave it to him. And Morzutra Amar, Asubo Takanatashuk, the Morzutra held that they did do Takanatashuk and the, the original owner would have to pay for it. And the Maharshal erases it, it's probably in a modern text. In a case where the thief stole it and sold it, If it's the same price, if if he sold it for the same price it's worth, 100 for 100, then okay, the original owner pays 100 to the buyer, But if he sold something for a hundred and he sold it for 200, Rav Shishat says there's no takanatashuk, so the original does not have to pay the buyer. Rav Shishat holds that by paying double from what the item is worth, you basically gave him a gift. You didn't just Mm -hmm. give him a gift extra, the whole 200 that you gave him was a gift. And therefore there's no Takarata ashuk. therefore the, the original owner comes and takes it. Rabba amar asubo takarata shuk, there is a takarata so the original owner pays two hundred to the buyer because sometimes a person would pay double for something he really needs. And therefore he didn't just give it them as a gift. And the gmail khatabi khula in all the cases where there's a machl, it asubo takarata shuk and the original owner would have to pay the buyer, sat miganavu except for the case of a person who stole something and paid back uh, a loan. Before already paid back the the grocery store bill in those cases the grocery store owner or the lender didn't give the money or didn't give the items based on the collateral they were getting or the item they were getting and the much of the story abimi barnazi hamwad ravina hava masik so abimi barnazi he was the father of ravina a person ought him 4 zoos so the borrower went and stole a, a, a jacket or something and he gave it to Avimi. So he didn't know this. So Avimi gave him another four zoos. The and, so and then they found out that this person was stealing the entire time. And the original owner came to Avimi and asked the and asked for his money or asked for the item so they came in front of Ravina's betin and Amar and Rabinat said, Kama eh, Ganavu the first four, we're going to say that the thief uh, stole it and paid back a loan. And and the original, of the, the original owner does not have to pay for it. He could just take it and that's it. However, But the next four that Avimi gave the, the thief, You have to pay for that and then take back your item. So you don't have to pay eight, but you do have to pay at least four. So matki of kohen, kohen has a question on din. But maybe he, the thief, gave the jacket as payment for the first loan, and we know the rule is We said in the case where someone stole and he paid back a loan, he does there's no takanatashuk, He could just take it. So meaning. And the last four that he gave him, he just believed him. And the same way he originally believed him. So meaning, he would have to pay nothing. He could just take everything. Maybe your father-in-law doesn't even get the four. So Igal Gal milta matalik amed Rabbi Abhu. One story after another happened, and, and the case ended up in front of Rabbi Abhu. And el khatak kerav kohen. And Rabbi Abhu said alachaz kerav kohen. Then there's no Takanatashuk shuk that the original owner gets the the, the the item, and he doesn't have to pay anything to uh, abimi The Gemara says another story. Nashaga ganav safra. This guy from Narash. He stole a book. Papuna Zuze. He sold it to some guy from Papunia for 80 Zuz. Azal Papuna Zuze. And this Papuna went and sold it to a person from Mahoza for 120. Okay, we found out that this was stolen. Amar Abaye, the Zil we have So the way Abaye looks at it is that the person who was stolen from should go should go to the last person who paid 120 for it. And pay Tmanan Zuzh, pay him eighty Zoos, that's it Vishakil Sifran should take his book Vazilba Mahaza Vishakilba Inripun and person number three the, from Mahoza go the person from Papuna and take forty Zoos from him. Matki Rava is a question when someone buys from a thief we did a this is hot meaning you pay him and you get your item back if a person bought from a person who bought from a thief there was no way of him knowing that this was uh, this item was stolen uh, of course he should get his money he should get the entire thing There's 100, his entire 120 uh, why why are we breaking it up this way 80 40 so we're going to say the original owner is going to pay this person, number three, who's holding the book. He's going to pay a full 120. He's going to take his book. And then the owner of the book is going to go to the uh, to the person who paid 80 from it. He's going to take 40 from him. And he's going to take the other 80 from the actual thief who's from Narash. Next, Mishnah one person is walking with a barrel of wine the other person is walking with a jug of honey if Olson is a crack by the, by the barrel of honey and one person spilled out the honey and saving the wine he, he could only pay him whatever work he did However, But if the owner of the wine said, Look, I'll save yours, but you're going to have to pay me for my wine. Okay, then the owner of the honey has to pay the owner of the wine for his wine. If a river washed away a donkey and his friends donkey sheloya femanevi shall havero his donkey's worth one hundred his friends is worth two hundred lo if someone said you know what mine is the cheaper donkey don't worry but I'm gonna go save my friends you, then when he saves his friend's donkey he only gets what whatever his work was meaning whatever it costs to go save a donkey that's what you get paid now but if he told them listen I'll, I'll save yours but you have to pay me for my donkey then he has to pay him and now, if he said in front of his face, that's great. Rambam says, even if he said in front of a Baitin, that's good enough. The tour and Hashan Mishpat explains that even if you said it in front of three people who are not a Baitin, that's good enough also. Next, the Gemara starts. Ve'amai, why does he only get paid for what he did? Why can't he just keep the whole thing? he should tell him. Uh, you you were about to lose your honey, it's about to go Hefker, and it's like I uh, acquired it from Hefker, it was on the list, now I got it, it's mine. Didn't we learn, if someone was holding barrels of wine and oil, So that they were breaking. A person should not say, "This honey and oil is teruma for whatever I have in my house." If he did say that, he didn't say anything. Why? Because they're hefker; they're about to to go, and they're hefker. Therefore, it's like uh, giving air on the honey and oil that you have at home. So then, why can't you say that this was hefker, and I am taking it from the hefker? So the Gemara explains, yeah. it's like what Rabir Miyah said in regards to a different question, there was a net covering it, so it's not spilling all the way, it's just dripping. Same thing we can explain over here, we're talking about a net covering it, and therefore it's just dripping, so it's not really have care. Now, the question is, we said in the that if he said, oh, that uh, this is going to be Turma and that, it's like he didn't say anything. But we have a Braitha. person's walking on the way and he has his money in his hand. A thief came and stole it. A person should not say, the fruits of my that I have at home, it, it's going to be redeemed. We're going to we transfer the ktushat to the money this person's about to Steal the but if he did say it, it counts, and uh, the, the kush has been transferred to this money that this uh, thief is stealing. So, I'm explaining what's this bright i talking about if you could save it from the thief, therefore it counts now. But I'm if you could save it, my loyal So, then why shouldn't you be able to say it? So the G'mon explains, We're talking about, you, you would have to try a lot. It would be, be a little bit of a stress, but you can get it back. Therefore, the Chathila don't, but the Avadi counts. The G'mon says, Now you tell me, whenever there's a little bit of Chathila, you shouldn't transfer the Kedushah from, from the fruits you have at home to the money. So, if a Levi had 10 barrels of wine that were Tameh, and they're all Maaseh meaning Israel gave it to him as Maasir. now he has to give, he has to give one out of these 10 barrels to a Kohen, the is, remember, they're Tameh, and he saw that one of them broke, or one of them was uncovered all night, and maybe a snake uh, ate from it, and there it's poisonous. He could say, this is Terumat Maasir, I'm going to give it to the Kohen, and, and it's going to count for everything else. So you see, when there's no loss to the Kohen, because the Kohen can't really use this wine, so he could uh, do the Terumat Maser on it. When it comes to oil, you can't do that. have said because there's a big loss here to the Kohen, because the Kohen could still use the uh, oil that is tame, he could still use it as just uh, just to heat up his house. Bottom line is you see that when there's a little bit of a loss, you're allowed to do the Tiruman and even though it's it, it's going even though it's going to get lost. So why is it in the case of the thief, you're only allowed to do it the abad but not l'chathilah. So amar Birmiyah, we're talking about where there's a net covering on, so here's the birmiya, so it's just uh, dripping here and there and there's almost no loss to the Kohen. But when the thief is coming at him, there's more of a loss. And that's why you can't do it. So the command says, I understand when it broke, okay, it's, and then you put the net over it, it's still, you could do something with it. But if it was uncovered, what's, what's it worth? What are you going to do with it? Meaning it, it's Asur. And you want to say, okay, you can just spray it around the house for smell. But didn't we say, if there's water that was left overnight, spill it in public. Someone might step on it and the poison might hurt him. You can't mix cement with it and you can't spray it on the house this way, dust doesn't go up, give it an animal to drink, your friend's animal to drink, and the same rule should apply with wine. So the Gman explains the Abad Bimsan in it. Rabbi Naḥman a situation where they spilled the wine through a strainer, like Rabbi hamia And this is in regards to two vessels, one on top of the other. You put the wine, the sediments of wine, on the top one, and it ha- and has holes in it, like a sifter, there, like a like a strainer. And the wine goes from there into the lower uh, cup. So مشومجلو, you have to worry about it being uncovered, whether it's the top one or the bottom one. You have to cover both. And Rabbi Nechamiah is arguing on Tanaka. I mean, he says, when do you have to worry about uh, it being uncovered? That's That's only if the bottom one is uncovered. So you're worried maybe a snake came in. But if the bottom one is covered, even if the top one is open, you don't have to worry about it. Why? Because the venom of a snake is like a sponge. It just floats on top and it doesn't go through the strainer. So you see, according to in Hamya. That wine that's been left over and went through a strainer, you don't have to worry about it being uncovered, and that's why even you could, uh, you could separate uh, wine that is tameh. You could use it as a teruma because there's going to be no loss to the kohen. I think a question. didn't we say on that Then we say that's only if you didn't mix it. About Terako Asurba. If you mixed it, it's Asur because the venom will mix in, and there's a problem when you sp- when you spill the wine from one to the other. It's going to, it's going to mix. So the to explains Hatam over there, also you could pour it slowly. You could put something like a cloth or something by the opening of the barrel. Pour the wine softly, and the venom won't mix it in. So, now, according to Verbini Hamia, do we really give uh, from the Tame barrel on another Tame barrel? <inaudible> You're allowed to give terumaf ta' on tame, tahor on tahor, tahor on something that is tame, ava hor You can't give from ta tame on something that is tahor. And Rabin Kameah, You can't even give terumad's tame on other fruits that are tame. Ela besheldamay. That's the only things that you bought from the it's because maybe they already did it already. It's only a safek, maybe they didn't give terumah yet. The Gemara responds, No, what are we talking about? The Baita is Bishel Demai. We're talking about, uh, it's not 100% table, it's just Demai. We're not sure, and therefore, Bini Hamia says, You could give Tame on Tame. Now, Amar Mo, let's go back to that Baitao. It says, lo yase, You can't do that with oil because the coin losing out. So the Gemara asks, Mai shana What's the idea with the oil? Why am I not allowed to, uh, to take one Tame b- barrel of oil on the other barrel of oil? it's because he could use it for lighting you're a lot of light uh, use it for fire or for, for heat but what about wine you could also use wine that is tamid to uh, you know, spread all over the house and if you want to say spraying is, is not really an enjoyment it's not a real benefit didn't Shmuel say in the name of Bihiyah that if you could get a cheap wine, a log for a sale, buy it, and if you need it for, uh, for spraying the house, for a good smell or whatever it is, even if you have to pay two, pay two, you see spraying is more important. So the like again explains, over there what we talking about with new wine, that it doesn't have such a strong smell, and therefore... By spraying it, you don't gain much, and therefore, there's no real loss for a Kohen. You can't even use it to spray. Uh, but they had, ask, you know, but you could keep it there for a long time, and, and then after a while, let's say in, uh, six months, you could spray it. I think explains, no, you're not to leave it, because you didn't end up messing up, meaning someone's going to drink it by mistake. But the Gemara asks, ate takala. What about oil? Also, we're worried that someone might eat it. So The Gemara explains, No, we're not worried. The manach They put it in a dirty cup or something, a dirty jug. But the Gemara says, Yeah, nami manach li But wine also, you could put it in a dirty uh, barrel, and, and, and no one's going to drink it. Over here we're talking about a person who wants to use it for spray. You can put it in a dirty uh, barrel, you, then it's going to have a bad smell. So it just defeats the whole purpose. By the way, this uh, whole concept of you might come to drink it or use it is a machlok et tanaim. If you have a barrel of wine of terumah that became tame, you can't drink it anymore omrim the whole thing has to be thrown out because if you leave it for uh, spraying on the house, you might come to use it. You might come to drink it. Be'ti lel omrim iluf. You could uh, spray it here and there, slowly, slowly, until you finish it. And Amarabi Shmail Shmuel be ani compromise between bechamay and be'ti lel. If it became Tame Babait, then taasez Ziluf. If it became tameh in the house, then you could uh, use it to, to spray but if it's in the field, spill it out. You don't want to bring it home, someone might make a mistake. Some say it's different. If it's old, then you could use it for spring. If it's new wine, just throw everything out. Because you have to wait a long time till you could use it uh, for spraying and someone might drink it. And on HaChamim told Rabbi Machrat. HaChamim told him, even though usually the third opinion comes to compromise, over here you don't compromise. Why? Because it's a different, totally different reason. Either Bet Shammai holds it asur no matter what, no matter where, no matter if it's new or old. And Hillel says it's mutar no matter what. And when you come in, you're not compromising, you're just coming up with a third shita, that doesn't count. Tosfot explains it's a, it's a it's a third generation meaning it's something that the Hachamim never discussed and when you come in and you're trying to compromise you're coming out of nowhere and therefore it doesn't count and we will stop right here Baruch Hashem Leolam Amen amen.